Hey, it's Cameo, and welcome. Just like you, I wear many hats, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the demands of everyday life. And there was a time when I felt lost, stuck, and unsure of how or where to start the transformation that I needed. And that's why we're here, to share experiences, lessons, tools, and tips for shaking up your life and living for you. I'm glad you're here, so let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Cameo Show. On today's episode, I am sharing a presentation that I did recently for a mom summit. I was asked to introduce the concept of the reset button as it pertains to our relationship with our spouse, with our partner. It's directed at moms because that was what the summit was for. Moms who were feeling tired and burnt out and overwhelmed and like they do everything for everyone else and never anything for themselves. And it was to help them find fire and spice and ideas and alternatives for their relationship. Maybe that sometimes gets put on the back burner and struggles a little bit buried, right? But I say that and I'm sharing it because it's relevant for everyone. So While you listen to this episode, if you are a man, or maybe you're not a parent, or maybe you're not even in a relationship, but you want to be, these tips and this tool of the reset button around a relationship and making a relationship work, be cohesive, improving communication, they apply to everyone. So I hope you enjoy the presentation. I left it as is. I didn't make any edits. It's exactly what the attendees of the summit received and had access to, and now I'm sharing it with you. A couple of episodes ago, I introduced briefly the concept of the reset button, which is my upcoming book. I'm working on the manuscript and um, it was very well received. I know that a lot of people find, I think a little bit of relief in understanding that like you can begin again at any time and you can constantly be reassessing your toolbox. And so that's why I'm sharing this presentation. I think it's extremely helpful during the holiday season too. So this is timely for where we are in real time, the time of the year, because I think there's a lot of friction and tension that comes along with all that the holidays bring to our life in a short period of time this time of year. So I hope you enjoy. I hope it helps bring some clarity and some peace to your life and your relationship. And I can't wait until the actual book is finished to deliver to all of you. This is just a little a little preview of of what that will have to offer as well. Hello, everyone. My name is Cameo Elise Braun, and I am thrilled to be here at Mom Ignited Summit with all of you amazing moms who probably feel like I do often, like we're juggling a million things and that life is a never-ending to-do list. I've been called many things over the years and answered to many titles. Mom, mommy, wife, babe, I was a bodybuilder, a musician, an athlete, a CEO. The list goes on and on, like many of you, I'm sure. But today, I want to focus in on the role of a wife, of a partner, and share a little bit about my own relationship journey with you. I am honored to be here, and I'm honored to have you with me. And my hope is that at the end of this talk, you will feel inspired and equipped to find the balance and fulfillment that you're seeking in your own relationship. So let's take a trip down memory lane and I'll tell you how I met my husband. We met 22 years ago. 
He was the drummer in a band who had just played at a bar on my college campus. And we ended up at the same house party. And when I walked in, I saw him sitting over in the corner playing an acoustic guitar, entertaining everyone. And I was like, who is that? I need to know who he is. So I casually found my way to his area and introduced myself and we chatted and exchanged emails and ended up hanging out a couple of times. Nothing very serious right out of the gate, but somehow I just knew he was the one. I don't know how, but I did. He was charismatic and talented and funny, and he had a ton of ambition, which I found extremely attractive. And about two years later, we found ourselves reconnecting and going on our first official date to a movie. And we've been together ever since. So it'll be 20 years this December. 10 years ago, so basically in the middle of that first date and now, we were living a beautiful life. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom. Our kids were three and eight. He was thriving in his career. We owned our home in a wonderful Ohio suburb near our families and friends. Uh, I had just won my professional bodybuilder status, and he was still playing music from time to time. It was all pretty perfect, exactly how we had hoped for it to be. And that was all true. But here's what else was true. Beneath the scenes of this picturesque life, there was a different story unfolding. I was rotting as all of my different roles and responsibilities demanded more and more of me. And my personal sense of identity was shrinking as I tried to be everything to everyone. And no one was getting the best of me. My husband and marriage was barely getting any of me and probably most of the time getting the worst of me. We weren't in a good spot. We were arguing and blaming and resenting and rebelling and stonewalling, you name it. We were together, but we weren't connected. And sometimes our relationship felt more like an obligation or an afterthought full of what we should be doing, go to work, parent, repeat. And felt like we were checking a box. You ever feel that way? Like you're doing what you should do or what you have to do instead of what you want to do. And we found ourselves at a major crossroads. We knew that we needed to make a decision to either continue down this path that would likely lead to divorce or get real, real quick and find us again. We chose the latter I'm grateful that we both did, but back then we really had no idea where to start. What we desperately needed was to hit a metaphorical reset button. And that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. Hitting the reset button on your relationship. The reset, the reset button is a very simple tool. You don't have to be an expert to implement the practice. It's not strict. It's just a reorientation process for your thoughts that can change the outcome of your decisions for the better, leading to more fulfillment and connection and intimacy and love in your relationship. And it's always there as a reminder that you can take charge without worrying about what you should be doing, which is often where we find ourselves a lot of times as our roles and responsibilities compound. It's not a one-time do-over. It's 
a practice. Relationships are complex, but they don't have to be complicated. I feel like I should say that again. Relationships are complex, but they don't have to be complicated. When we think about a marriage or a relationship, we most often think of two parties, right? You and your partner. What we're neglecting a lot of times is that there is in fact a third party, the relationship itself, the us. All three entities, you, your partner, and your us, your relationship have different demands and requirements. So for example, I have different needs and feel loved in different ways than my husband does. Do the dishes, wash out the sink, wipe down the countertops when you're done. Oh, I am feeling all the love. For him, physical touch and affection are the way that he feels most loved. And for you, you and your partner probably communicate differently as well. The relationship craves both love and communication in its own unique way too. And that's where it gets complex, right? It requires that both of you step up fully equipped to champion, understand, and foster the relationship needs. But as the relationship emerges and the difficulty and the stress and the strain start fading away, that's where I'm talking about it doesn't have to be complicated. It can really be simplified. I saw this stat from the Gottman Institute that said that 67% of couples become very unhappy with each other within the first three years post-baby. 67%, two out of three couples. It's easy to see why, right? Because no one prepares us for what's going to happen to our relationship after our children are born. And nothing shines a brighter light on all of the cracks that exist in our relationship like parenthood. Parenting demands more of you than you've probably ever had to show up as and more of you than you've ever had to do, right? And it really tests the relationship. It can push it to the background. And it's easy for our relationship to quickly become a me versus you narrative instead of us versus the situation or the problem. Because let's get real. There's no us at 3 a.m. when the baby's crying or someone had a scary dream. And I got up the last three nights, so it's his turn. I have to get up in three hours to go to work, so it's her turn. The idea of nurturing this relationship as a third party, right out in the cold. And as time goes on, we start compiling these things and keeping score about more things than who got up the last few nights. We keep score about everything. Finances, when's the last time we had a date, who gets more personal time, When did our family come over last and whose was the last that we went to for holidays? Sound familiar? Have you ever experienced this me versus you narrative in your relationship instead of us versus the situation? We all have. So let's apply the reset button. Let's break down what I call the three R's of the reset button and apply them to creating a shared vision for your relationship, inviting our relationship back into our union. The first R, reflect, is when we all have those moments where we're like, this doesn't feel right, I don't feel right about this, but instead of paying attention, we dismiss it or we distract ourselves or we 
are simply just too busy to deal with it, right? We file it away in the I'll deal with it later folder, let it fester for a while. And the major consequence of that is that they compile. My folder gets really thick. There's a wedge between my partner and I, and we become disconnected. Our communication is broken. Our us is lost. I'll give you an example. So I met my husband. He's a drummer. He was still a drummer. He's still a drummer now when we got together, when we had kids, when we got married and now. And I support it hundred percent. I love that he has that for himself. But early on, sometimes he would come to me and just tell me he was going away for a rock and roll weekend or that he had a gig. And he wasn't doing it to be a jerk. He was just kind of relaying the information to me as if you would share your work schedule, right? It just is. Here it is. I just wasn't always very thrilled about that. I felt like I should be asked um, instead of told, not for permission, but out of consideration. Any guesses how I communicated that to him? I didn't. I would just simmer quietly, file it away in my fester folder, and bring it out later when we had some disagreement that was probably unrelated. So it would serve me. I had a me versus you mentality. I was keeping score and I was playing to win. And he may not have been playing to win, but he was not necessarily paying attention to the relationship needs. It was, it was him versus me. What do I need? Reflecting brings awareness to those feelings that instead of dismissing them or filing them away or scorekeeping, we start paying attention and inquiring deeply inside of us about what's really going on. We're forced to kind of swim against the current and ask ourselves some hard questions. So for me, in this example, questions like, why does it upset me that he just tells me instead of asking? Does it make me feel insignificant or less important? Was I concerned with missing out? Did I feel like it was unfair that I was always the one who had to be the responsible parent? Was it about permission? Did I want to be in control? Did that make me feel more safe? Was it a trust issue? All of these questions can get really deep really fast and they're all uncomfortable, especially when you're giving yourself the honest answer but they're necessary to understand why we feel the way we do, how we can communicate better, how we're showing up to the relationship, what our needs and boundaries are and how they've changed for each other, but also the relationship. Reflecting allows us to establish boundaries for the relationship, mutually agreed upon boundaries by asking these hard questions. The second R is reset and this is permission. This is openness to new possibilities accepting that just because it's always been this way doesn't mean it has to continue to be. As I began to unpack my fester folder and realized that I was clinging so tightly to every detail to protect myself, I realized I wasn't showing up to my relationship with it at the forefront, with its needs as a separate entity uh, in mind. So It never really dawned on me that I could just make a different decision or consider that I didn't have to act that way or the way that maybe I had been conditioned to believe was the right way or what I had seen as the example. And that included communicating as a couple. I realized that over time, as it pertained to our relationship, we had 
developed what I like to call communication rituals. We all have them. And ours in this situation might look something like this or a variation of it. He tells me he's going away for the weekend. I'm not happy about it, but say nothing and be quiet and probably a little bit edgy. (laughs) He pushes me to tell him what's wrong or to feel better, usually by trying to make me laugh, which annoys me. So I finally tell him what's going on and maybe not just what the admission, like the immediate problem is, but like the whole folder. (sighs) So he clams up and uh, then when he does that, I'm even more frustrated. So I raise my voice, I'm angry and explode. And then he loses his composure, calls me names, crazy, or better yet, asks me if I'm on my period. Someone withdraws or storms away and we don't discuss again. Back into the I'll deal with it later, fester folder it goes, right? That was the old communication ritual and it continued to be the same way for 10 years. 10 years of Groundhog Day conflict. But by digging in to our feelings and reflecting, we were able to reset how we would move forward. Our approach to marriage and our own individual needs and then the needs of the relationship itself. Mutually established, like I said, we listened and we learned and we leaned into the opportunity to break the old patterns and create new opportunities for connection, seed control, and figure out what worked without the preconceived notion of what we should be doing. We established priorities for us. We established boundaries for us and a communication style for us that served the relationship as its own separate entity in the best way and ourselves as well, all with permission to adjust at any time. That's the reset, which brings me to the third R, which is reinvention. And this is the good stuff. This is the doing. This is the courage to break through any of those barriers and cultivate a healthy and harmonious relationship dynamic to love and to have fun and to feel respected and seen to honor the relationship itself, to honor each other individually to honor ourselves, to remember why we fell in love in the first place. Not only did this resolve conflicts like rock and roll weekend, but exposing the root of the issues allowed us to come together and find new ways to connect and discover things about ourselves and each other that we didn't even know over the the last 20 years and allowed us to see limitless potential in our future. It's allowed us to form a solid foundation equipped to handle difficulty and conflict because we all know it presents itself over and over and over again. We've now since built businesses together and changed how we interact with family, how we parent. We've unified by focusing on the relationship as its own separate entity. I call that the reset ripple effect. When you apply these three steps to yourself and to your union it bleeds out into all of the other areas of your life. In my experience, both personal and in countless conversations with others, communication breakdown is the cause of a lot of complications in a relationship. It's the source of me versus you instead of us versus the situation or the problem. If someone had broken this down for me in this way 10 years ago, I'm not sure I would have believed that it was this simple. 
And depending on where you are in your relationship, it can definitely feel overwhelming. But I can assure you that if you're willing to do the work, it really is this simple. By learning to invite your relationship back into your union and establish, honor, and respect its needs as well as your own, the scorekeeping stops, the teamwork begins, there's no more animosity or confusion or neglecting the relationship. By remembering to hit the reset button and committing to the practice of the, th- the three R's, reflect, reset, and reinvent, you become equipped with tools to affect real meaningful change. Thank you so very much for your time. I'm grateful and honored to have had you. And please, please also thank yourself. We often don't do that, but thank yourself for showing up investing into yourself and your relationship and learning new tools to apply to unifying and inviting the relationship back into your, into your marriage, the us, I hope the reset button and the three R's serve you well. Hey, yo, congratulations on investing into yourself and your growth. I hope you found this episode to be beneficial and feel proud of yourself for showing up. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing with someone else who may benefit from it too. I'd love to hear from you, so hit me up on all socials, at Cameo Elise Braun. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow for new episodes and updates. Also, it's super important to mention, this is intended for entertainment and education through experience. None of it is fully known to be fact and is not a replacement for professional advice from a therapist or doctor. Thank you so much for being here with me. And be sure to thank yourself for showing up.